WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I am so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on making it big and making big money. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, you know, at Lisa Evers Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. We're going to be uh, posting pictures in just a moment from what's going on here in the studio. Kind of like a party this morning. All the successful people, all this happy energy. Really good. Um, so we are streaming the show live across the United States right now on Hot97.com. And if you've missed any of our episodes in the past, you know, because a lot of the topics that we've been covered, we've been watching the whole police community situation very, very closely. You can hear the show audio on, of Street Soldiers free of charge. All you have to do is go to LisaEvers.com. That's LisaEvers.com. Now, we all have dreams and goals. It can be with education, career, money, certain lifestyle, family. But it's easy to get lost going from point A to point B, figuring out how to make it happen when you're just trying to make ends meet and you're just trying to get through the day sometimes. In the next hour, we're going to talk with high achievers in a variety of fields from business to entertainment to real estate and beyond and find out how they got there. And one thing that they all have in common is they all did it on their own. They weren't born into millions and millions of dollars. They just they started out on their own. They went after their dreams and they made it happen and they're still making it happen and continuing to grow. So we want to find out how they're doing it. What are some of the tips? What are some of the, are there shortcuts? What's the mind frame really? Is there a success mentality like some of these motivational people tell us that you need to have about yourself? Is, is the story you're telling about yourself the thing that's actually keeping you back? Um, that's what we're going to be talking about with our guests and taking your phone calls at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Hit me up on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. And let me introduce our great panel to you right now, and uh, we'll get right to it because I want to hear what they all have to say. Joining us is Jay Morrison, mogul and mentor. He's a real estate millionaire, author of the book, Hip Hop to Homeowners, jmrealestate.com is his website. Lots of great info. And one of the things that I liked, I checked out there, five things I learned in the drug game that made me millions legally. We're going to find out what that yes. was from Jay. And also, uh, just recently, Young Jeezy and his Street, Deems, uh, Street Dreams Foundation donated a million dollars to the Jay Morrison Academy, which is dedicated to helping people get their skill set up so that they can make it happen. Jay, thanks for being with us again. Yes, thank you for having it. me. I appreciate it. We Good also, morning. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Also with us is, um, we call her Dr. Jackie Smiles. You may have heard of her as Dr. Jackie Smiles. Her official name is Dr. Jacqueline Fallup Goodling. She is always ahead of the curve. She was Boston University's first female director of the orthodontic department. She's a national spokesperson for Invisalign. She's performed it on thousands of patients. She has offices all over the place. There's probably one opening tomorrow, right as we speak. Um, Manhattan, Long Island, upstate New York, Long Island, New Jersey. She's branched out now into facial and body treatments, and she's so busy and doing so much. Dr. Jackie has her own app. Dr. Jackie Smiles. You can download it on Droid and on iPhones. Lisa, thanks for having me. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Thank you for being with us. We appreciate it. Also joining us is Adina Bio. She's an entrepreneur. Now check this out. Adina put herself through college, a graduate of a high school in Newark. So, you know, we got a strong, strong base of supporters in Newark and have done a lot of work in Newark. And at the age of 27, she became the youngest IHOP franchise owner in the United States. Since then, she's branched out. She has a real estate development firm, 
holding company over $200 million in urban redevelopment. I mean, talk about making it happen. Adina, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also with us is Tracy Syfax. He is from the organization Block to the Boardroom, and he helps ex-offenders gain employment. We're going to talk with him about that because not everybody's starting out from the same point of view or the same perspective. You know, some people have to overcome that, and uh, we'll get into that with him. Tracy, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. We really appreciate it. 1-800-223-9797 is our telephone number. At Lisa Evers on Twitter. And uh, hashtag big money. How's that sound? I think that works. Sounds great. Big big money sounds great. Speaking of big money, let me start with Jay Morrison here. Now, you have an incredible story. Thank you. You weren't (laughs) born... Incredible success story. You weren't born into success. Not at all. Welfare kid. Free lunch and food stamps. And how did you turn that around? Because you were in the streets. You had back... Way back in the day, you had a little trouble with the law. Yep, I'm a, I'm a three-time felon. Uh, caught three felonies in three different states. Actually, did a, a year bid here in New York, Rikers Island, Mod 74, 370, uh, Mod, Mod 3 Upper uh, C74. Um, but I, I basically um, always persisted in life. Like I knew what I wanted, and, and one of the biggest things is like uh, even in the streets, what I learned is like get what you came for. Like if you want to connect, if you want to figure out how to sell coke, cook coke, bag dope, you figure that out. You, you dig in deep. And when I transitioned at 25 years old into the real estate game. I took that same ambition, that same intensity into real estate. Like I wanted to make it. Now, but with that kind of record, with that kind of record, how did you get into the real estate game? Well, what I learned is that you can become a realtor or a mortgage professional even with felonies, depending on your felony. So you can persist through those kind of channels and do petitions and all that kind of stuff. What I really learned when you make money in real estate is become your own boss, hire yourself. So start your LLC, start your business, learn how to be a real estate investor yourself, and anyone can do that, no matter what your your background is. How did you fake? Uh, how did you make your most your your big you know first big chunk of money? It was it was wholesaling real estate, which is what we teach in the Jay Morrison Academy our first semester. It's like how to make money in real estate with no cash or credit. Most people come into it where your credit's bruised, it's banged up, or you have no credit because you've been paying things with cash your whole life, or you have no cash and you're just strapped, either high school dropout, college dropout, or just everyday working person who can't figure out how do I get in real estate it's such a big industry. Well, I teach people how to assign contracts on houses, sell those contracts to bigger investors, and make money as a middleman. So I started doing that, and next thing you know, I hit my first big lick at ninety three thousand, and then I'm up a hundred grand, and I just kept rolling, rolling, rolling. Then you take that money and start investing yourself, and you blow up, you build a portfolio. All right, we're going to talk about some of the, the specific steps with that as well. I want to get to Dr. Jackie Smiles. Dr. Jackie, you're in a field that's been dominated by men, and yet you blazed a trail there. What motivated you? Um, I wanted to be in the dental field since I was a kid. I really did. Um, I loved what my uncle did, and I was 11 years old, and I said, that's great. He's always walking around with a big smile. I see him being active and interacting with all the patients from one room to another. People were bringing him things, crocheting them. They walk out. It was very gratifying. And then, believe it or not, today, all the kids that come to the dental offices, they usually have a box of toys that they get and, you know, after a good visit. He had this little brown box that with the sponges that had, like, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, like, rings on it. I was like, wow. I'm like, he gives gifts. This is fantastic. People walk out happy. And it was just something that... I wanted to interact with people, and I knew at age 11 that that's exactly the path that I wanted to go. That's wasn't amazing. It was smooth, but yeah, that was a path. <laughs> and then also your, your approach to it, too, because a lot of people think of going to, to the dentist or even for orthodontics or even for cosmetic stuff is that it's a painful, it's an unpleasant experience, but you have a totally different take on that. Without a doubt. 
Um, my goal was to, um, as an orthodontist and having a dental office, you know, the big hairy knuckle syndrome, people come in one foot on the floor, they're a little scared to sit in the chair. And my goal was to really make it somewhere that they can't wait to look forward to going into. It's an experience. And with some of the patients, all kidding aside, their visits are maybe 15 minutes in the chair. I schedule them for 45 because the other half hour we're sitting there chatting, just getting to know them and it's, it's really wonderful because we have everything from students and brides to the CEO of Barclays. So it's, it's really a wonderful, wonderful experience. And it's more than just the dentistry and straightening teeth. Or it's a people connection cleaning. for you. Completely. And also the spa experience because you give people like a, a little bit of a spa, like they feel pampered, not, not like when you go to some uh, dentist and orthodontist, you feel like you've just been through a construction site in your mouth. Completely. What happened was the spot, this, the body portion of the dental office came in because people felt, patients felt comfortable. And they're like, great, now that I love my smile, by the way, who's the best for like lipo and who's the best for boobs or who's the best for these wrinkles that I have? And it really, it was a relationship that we established. They come in and, and they meet with the team and it, it really is, it truly is a relationship. Everything else is secondary. <laughs> All right, 1-800-223-9797. We're talking about success stories, getting some really great tips here. Adina Bio, you graduated from high school in Newark, put yourself through Fairleigh Dickinson. I want to know how you bought an IHOP franchise. <laughs> well, I think... And Irvington. I, I think for me, purely, my um, chosen field really came from a perspective of I was just like um, Jay said that young girl that lived in affordable housing, went to public high, uh, high school in Newark, and I just really wanted somewhere in my community that I can go quality to eat. I wanted a place in my own community at the time I was living in Irvington, and there was just nowhere nice to go sit down and eat. So it came from this perspective of how can I make my community better? How can I make sure that the next family a couple that want to go out and have breakfast on a Sunday morning does not leave Irvington. And I know specifically that those neighborhoods like Irvington, Newark, are oftentimes not the ideal place for a big-name franchisees to come. So I wanted to fight for that. I knew that community was deserving of it. I knew that if you put it, it would be successful. I just had to convince a bunch of people that listen, there's a market here for this. But how did you how did you convince them with that? I mean, Ir- Irvington, like you said, is still for people who don't know. Is still just just yesterday afternoon there was a 15 month old girl shot and killed in her in her bedroom on a second floor by a drive by shooting. It's plagued by a lot of the problems that Newark has. How did you convince these money guys that they're looking at you as this young woman and saying, wait a minute, you know, tell them, yeah, we need we can do a restaurant here, we can do a national chain restaurant here. How did you do that? I think first is. Those are the sign bites. You hear about the awful tragedies in these communities. But oftentimes, you don't hear about the hard-working family. Those are the offs. You're going to have those um, attention-grabbing hairlines. But what I really try to convince people is, listen, that's one hairline. But talk about the community buildings that happen here. Talk about the churches. Talk about the 67,000 people that live in this community. That, that are get working. A lot of them are working. That go to work. Do not punish them for some knucklehead mishaps. And that's really was that, that really. And that's what was I that ha- your argument to them when you're trying to get money? Absolutely. It's a fight every day to say, give these communities a chance. Like right now in Irvington, I have over 80 employees that work there. So you're creating jobs, too, which is great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if we 
listening to the hairline, you would never drive through Irvington. But that's just one piece of it. That's about 99 other reasons to go and invest in Irvington and build it. All right, I'm convinced. No, <laughs> well, you know, we, we do a lot of work. I'm we do a lot. There. We do a lot of work on. Jay's ready. Jay's already on the on, on the phone her. right now. He's texting Come people. On, Jay, let's I met with the mayor two weeks ago. I'm ready. <laughs> Jay's like, listen, get over there right now. Anyway, Tracy Syfax, the uh, your your program from the block to the boardroom. You're helping ex offenders, and that's a problem that we've dealt with a lot on the show. And that you know, we always get calls and questions and emails about is people, particularly men. That young men that have a record and realize they just they never want to go back, but it's they feel like it's holding them back from trying to get out of that lifestyle and to to get a job. Tell me what you guys do. Well, from the block to the boardroom is actually my um, my memoir that I wrote about two years ago, and it talks about my struggle from being an ex offender um, to being an entrepreneur. Almost the same story as Jay had. Um, fell into the wrong crowd, and I spent about seven years in prison. Um, but coming home from jail, um, I was blessed to have had a trade. Um, nobody aspires to be a roofer. I just happened to learn that when I got out of high school. So I just took that trade and, and, and started my first business. And after that, I started a real estate development company. Um, but from the block to the boardroom and the work that I do on the advocacy side is just to let those 65 million people in the United States know that have a criminal record, that they can not only come out of there and do some good things, but they can come out of there and do some great things. That's Amen. excellent. All right, let me bring in uh, Ryan Mack right now. He's the president of Optimum Capital Management. His website, the the name of his new book, livinginthevillage.com. And Ryan has been going around the country for years, really talking to people about financial responsibility and uh, how to make how to make more of themselves, Ryan. Thanks for being with us this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Always glad to always glad to be here talking about the important issues that impact our community. Good work to uh, the Hot ninety seven crew and street soldiers. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. In term in terms of your new book and also what you've seen at this point, having been to so many different cities and communities around the country, what do you think are some of the key ingredients for people to try to overcome their circumstances? we have to do is we, we have to, even as a part of Operation Hope now, I'm the, uh, the, the new Mid-Atlantic president for Operation Hope. And, uh, oh, congratulations. Hope. Yeah, I joined the organization because uh, it, it was right in line with the vision of exactly what uh, your question entails. It really is a, a software. Uh, we have to change the software and the mindset of, of, our, of our individuals and actually believing that they have the ability to be successful. A lot of times uh, the gang members that we work with uh, really, before they came to us, they, they felt as if they were not going to be successful. Those four individuals who are formerly incarcerated believe that, no, I don't have, I am an eternal victim of my success. But we, understanding that, some victims spend their days complaining about the wins, but entrepreneurs spend their nights making sales. Mm. And, and this is what we have to understand as a community, is changing that victim mindset into an overcoming mindset. Uh, and we've helped, again, over 2,000 individuals who are formerly incarcerated start businesses, get into, and by really just starting with that person. If you have to believe it, and once you believe it, then you can start putting in the software to say, here's a plan, here's a business plan, and a template. Let's start looking at your passion, your skills. But if that individual doesn't believe that they can do it, they're not going to take that first step into trying to uh, create uh, something for themselves that's eventually going to create something for the community as a whole. So um, in Operation Hope, we've helped to contribute over two, um, almost $2 billion in private capital to underserved communities. Uh, just last week, announced from the Department of Commerce got another $3 million almost in funding for small business development. And I'm very proud to say that my mayor of my hometown, Detroit, 
Mayor Duggan will be speaking at our forum, and largely because of the small business focus and being able to take that small business mindset, that individual who says, I don't have the ability to be successful, change the software of that mentality, and then put them out there in order to create something empowering, uh, empowering for themselves that eventually will help employ other people. So if people, so Ryan, if people want more information about Operation Hope or about the conference or about what you're doing, where should they, uh, where should they look you up? Yeah, please. I mean, it's www.operationhope.org. Uh, we just booked Bill Clinton as our keynote speaker, so we're very excited about that. Uh, and again, a large focus of the Global Hope Forum will be uh, really all about small business development. How do we get that small, that that less, that underserved individual to to believe that they can create that business to empower the folks? All right, Ryan Mack, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, and congratulations on becoming president of Operation Hope the Mid Atlantic Region. Thank you so so much. What about what about the mindset he's talking about? Did Dr. Jackie? Did you ever have a a thought in your head like, wow, I can't do this, or can any doubts? Because you come across as so confident all the time. No, absolutely. Are you kidding? Um, I always say like today's topic when you asked me to be here was about success and stimulating our youth, and I said that's terrific. But it's not really about success. It's overcoming the failures, and there are so many. So when you do have success, yes, it could be great, but there are also 10 failures between that and before that. And when you think that you can't, you know what? Surround yourself with positive people. Learn as much as you possibly can. And that's what I like to tell the younger people that come in and they think that it was overnight. They don't realize the dedication that really went into it. All the hours, the early morning commitments, the late night, the studying, the reading, the Googling, all of that. So there's a big dedication. I do think that a lot of the media has uh, false pretenses that everyone's going to be the next American Idol. You saw all those people. There are thousands that are online. Right. So not everyone has to be a professional. Not everyone has to be a doctor or a lawyer. There's nothing wrong with a trade. Absolutely. So I don't care if you, you're going to be a hairstylist. Be the best damn hairstylist you can. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with positive people to do that. Learn as much as you possibly can. Like Adina, I love that you said that in your town, mm-hmm. you have such great energy. I love it, by oh, the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I would invest in you, not even so much the town, but whatever town you go to, I'll follow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and um, you're, don't you feel sometimes that the media focus is in on the negativity and Absolutely. like you said, there were 67,000 people that, they, that are doing commitments and, and giving back to the community and working yeah. and enjoying being there. Absolutely. And for me, just like Dr. Jackie said, passion. I think for me, it's never about money. It's never about money. Never. Because if I'm doing what I love, I can spend a whole day in IHOP. I could spend a whole day developing a project and it doesn't feel like work. Because that's my passion, and, and you don't know the and you don't notice the time passing. I don't know the time passing. So because I'm doing what I love, the money is gonna come. Right. And I tell people all the time, focus on what you love. Everything else is a distraction. Okay, but here's the thing that somebody's gonna say, and we're gonna get to the calls at one eight hundred two two three ninety seven ninety seven. When you're nineteen or twenty, and you know, or twenty two or whatever, and you're finding out what you really love to do, but you're like, how can I? get paid for that so I can pay my bills or pay my rent or you do live. Both. Mm-hmm. You do both. You do both. I, just like Dr. Jackie said, nothing happens overnight. I work three jobs while I was in college. I worked when I was at work, when I came home from work, it wasn't time off. It was time focused on developing what I love. So I know and, not, and I'm not saying that it's going to be easy because nothing worth having is going to come to you easy. But I knew I had to hustle. So let's just be clear. 
You have to wake up every... I'm up 5 o'clock, sometimes 4.30 in the morning. Because if I don't hustle, someone else is going to jump in there and get what I'm looking to get. So you, when I was in college, I worked three jobs. While I was working... Adina, <laughs> a lot of us worked three and four jobs out of college. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But essentially, what I'm trying to say is, while you're pursuing... What you love, right? Focus on what pay the bills. I feel better, but what about the? But what about people? Have people ever said to any of you where you, you're working, working, working? And, and I work a lot too, and I love what I do. But the people will say, "No, you're working too much. You're doing too much." But if you love it, yes, it's work, but it's not. It doesn't. It invigorates me. Well, I mean, do, do do people ever say to you like, "Slow down, slow down. You're just you're doing too much. You got to live. You got to live your life. Enjoy your life. You know, come to this party." And you're like, "No, I'm sorry. I got I got to read this contract because I meet with these this people is at my living. eight o'clock in the morning." <laughs> my work is my living, and I'm I what I do. I make it fun. If you work for me, if you work with me, we have so much fun at my IHOPs and you know my development projects. So when I'm at work, it's a party and it's fun. My staff would tell you, I'm a hard boss, but I'm a fun boss. So, I, 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 and I surround myself, like Dr. Jackie said, with people that are positive and encourage me. So, if you're my friend, and I don't have many, it's, I, very, I have a bunch of associates. But in a good way. And no you're saying talk. that? You're saying that? Good. All right, let, let's, let's, take some phone, let's, take, let's take some phone calls on this. Let's go to Mitch right now. Mitch, how are you on Hot 97? Go right ahead. Hey, Mitch, yeah. are you there? Yes, my name is Michi. Oh, Michi. Okay, go ahead. What's your question? Yes, I just I, I actually started uh, something called Entrepreneurs Marketing Promotional Network. It's for young upstart entrepreneurs like myself. I've only been doing it for a year. Throw anything from parties to boat rides to basketball tournaments. So with the basketball tournament, I'm actually trying to figure out how to gain sponsorship from somebody, from small corporations. Maybe not someone not too major. But I'm just trying to figure out how to do it, and I do it through social media, EMP Network, uh, EMP Network on Instagram and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to figure out how to gain major sponsorship. I'm trying to bring young entrepreneurs, upstart entrepreneurs, people on grassroots level together okay, under one umbrella, and that's what I'm trying to do. Let's get some advice from, from Jay Morrison on that. That sounds like it's right up his alley because he's been doing a lot of nonprofit stuff. Jay, what about that? Yes, sir. Uh, one thing I found as I try to get my initiatives off the ground is the best thing to really uh, get um, support for your idea is to package your idea. You have to really, inst- you have to have that package, the PDF, a one sheet. You got to be ready to present that to anyone at any given time and have it already thought out. Like you don't want to have long conversations with anybody explaining what you're doing. You want to have your idea already thought out. You want to play the numbers game. If one entrepreneur or one business turns you down, you go to the next. And you plant a lot of seeds, have it well-packaged, a, well, a thorough product, and you just you just keep putting it out there. How important is appearance? Because when you're out doing your business thing, you're in your suit and tie, you're doing your whole uh, you know GQ thing. Yes, correct. <laughs> so yeah, when, when, when you're out and about, like your, your, your attitude and your appearance are very important, especially your verbal appearance and your physical appearance. How you speak to people, how you present yourself, and what your look is. So even for me, being a three-time felon, I've been able to crack into major real estate networks and major nonprofit initiatives and everything else that I do, um, TV shows and all that, just because I've been able to present myself and repackage myself a different way. You don't see the old guy I used to be. You see the new Jay Morrison. Right, and the only reason I wanted to bring that up was just so people could understand who are in that situation that there is hope and there's a lot of there's a lot that can be done. Absolutely. Like, as long as and you, you don't t- shy away from it either. It's no, not- no, no, I don't. And people are like, why are you, you know, you talk about your past, you know, ex-drug trafficker, ex-drug. It's like, I am who I am. 
if I was a valedictorian of XYZ College or NYU, I'd be touting that. Like, my story is my story. Like, I'm a Rikers Island alumni. Like, that's who I am. Shout out to C74. <laughs> I heard you. All right. Tracy, what about the what, what about the trades? Dr. Jackie was talking, uh, all of our guests were talking about the trades. That there, there's this mentality that some people have, like, overnight success. But you went into a trade. You started your own business. How, um, what, what are the big opportunities and what kind of trades do you think are, are you know, have a lot of growth potential yeah, now for people. I think the trades are a good opportunity. Um, I also do a program called Minding Our Business where we teach 6th and 7th graders um, in the Trenton Public Schools how to start and run a business. But my whole thing is all of our kids and even adults, there are plenty of options out there. Everybody's not going to go to college. Everybody's not going to just get a job right out of high school. Everybody's not going to go to vocational school. Um, but the trades for me was my way up and my way out to be able to use those trades. Um, what I've learned in, in the roofing and general co- contracting business was to help me start my business. It was a means to an end for me. And like I said, I never expired to be a roofer. Nobody wants to get up on a roof on 110 days when it's 110 degrees outside and be on a hot roof working. Um, but for me, me, it was a ways to the a means to an end for me. So I believe that anybody, the trades are an option, college is an option, and being an entrepreneur is an option. All options are on the table. And I really believe, just like Jay, that there's just nothing I can't do. Even though I still have a state number 226926, <laughs> there is nothing that I cannot do. There's nothing I cannot it's aspire to. It's a part of you. There's Everything is possible. Everything right. is possible. That's All right, right, let's take a phone call here. Let's go to uh, Lewis from Manhattan. Lewis, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. All right, hi. My, uh, I'm Lewis, and like, I want to be an exotic dancer. I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting any support from my family or anything. Like, like, <laughs> All right, Lewis, I'm sorry. We can't help you with yeah, that one, but you know what? I guess, I guess that's Anything's like musical talent. Anything's possible. Go to Vegas. Just show up. Go to Just Vegas. Show up. Go to Vegas. Yeah, to be the best damn exotic dancer. Learn everything about it. You know what? It's, let, let me Call just say Shakira. this, Lewis. It's hard to be a male in a female-dominated <laughs> profession, okay? <laughs> All right, let's go, let's go to uh, H from the Bronx. Hopefully it's not that H. H, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, hey, what's going on, man? I was just calling. I was trying to talk to the dude from the um from the block to the billboard to the boardroom. Yeah, I'm working on the billboard. I was just calling because um I wanted to figure out how is it that you how is it cause I'm about to get a nice amount of money for my lawsuit, right? I don't want to hold up all my money in real estate just buying one property. You understand? I was trying to figure out how was it that he went about having other people fund them and help them out with the, with the real estate. Okay, thing. what what kind of money are what kind of money are we talking about? Like what kind of chunk of change? Looking like about two million dollars, but I don't want to just go dollars. buy one. You don't want. Well, well, the first thing, this is this is Jay, Mr. Real Estate. I just want to chime in. The first thing I tell everyone, because I get this question all the time. Hey, Jay, I got 300000 from a lawsuit. What can I do? My, my dad, I inherited land. What can I do? And the first thing I do is, is not to plug my, my, my mentorship or my academy, but I tell people, go to the Jay Morrison Academy and learn what to do. Like, instead of always asking someone sec- or, or get coaching or get mentorship, but, like, if you get that kind of money, you need to educate yourself on how can I make this money work for me. And so what we do in the academy is we like, I teach people how to fish. I don't want to be your crutch. I want to teach people how to stand on their own two feet, go to the pond, fish for yourself, and go cook it for your family. So if you get that kind of money, bro, you need to educate yourself on how what you can do with that. Like, So if you go to jmrrealestate.com, you can see all what we offer from coaching 101 to mentorship to our online academy. And, and, and educate yourself so no one's duping you on 
on what to do with that money. Yeah, and two million dollars is not no small chunk of money. I don't know how you could tie that up. If I had two million dollars right now, I would put that on the moon. So, I think you can spread that around and do a lot with two million. I think Jay's already bought some properties up there, and Adina's opened the IHOP, and Doctor Jackie has the. Uh, I'm counting. Doctor Jackie has right the first practice. <laughs> They're already on their phones lining that up. All right, we're gonna take a short break. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. We're talking about how to make it big, how to make big money. If you have a question for our guests, if you want their advice, now's your chance. 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. And this is Hot 97's TI VIP Weekend. Listen all weekend to win passes to a day off with TI and Ebro in the morning for a private VIP listening party conversation with TI. Preview tracks from his new CD, Paperwork, made hot by Sony Records. We'll be back right after this. Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Yeah. Every family is dysfunctional. Why do you get mad, Rosenberg? Ours is no different. Yo, when we're going to get some new Kanye music, though, have you heard anything on the Kanye yes. West front there, Last Rosenberg? Week. Last week, Laura Styles reported in the flashing lights that, uh, Kanye- So why didn't you let Laura Styles report it right now? All right, guys, be quiet. Anyway, Theopolis, London was in Paris. There you go. And Take control. Kanye. Ebro, why don't you reach out to him and see if you can listen to some music? Hey, yo, Rosenberg. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles. Styles and Rosenberg. Let's get it weekdays, 6 to 10 a.m. on Hot 97. If it sizzles and crackles and comes from the kitchen, it's breakfast. If the aroma wakes you up, it's breakfast. Have breakfast for breakfast. Fresh made from our kitchen. The Egg McMuffin, only from McDonald's. Goes perfect with a fresh brewed cup of McCafe coffee. For a limited time at McDonald's, get any size McCafe coffee for just $1. Made from 100% Arabica beans, it's another way to love McCafe. Prices and participation may vary. A la carte only. I just saw the first sign of fall. Ooh, are the leaves changing colors? No. Did the temperature drop? No. Um, football season? No. What sign are you talking about? The sign in the McDonald's window. They brought back their pumpkin spice latte. I cannot wait for my next coffee break. Ooh, make that our next coffee break. Indulge a little with the McCafe Pumpkin Spice Latte, brewed with 100% espresso from Rainforest Alliance Certified Farms. It's the perfect way to bring in the fall season. At participating McDonald's. Next witness, where'd you get that incredible outfit? My outfit? My outfit, Your Honor. Where'd you get it? Old Navy. The entire store is up to 50% off. Lion, I'll throw you in jail. It's the truth. Well, if I wore clothes under this robe, I'd wear those. Yeah, sweaters, coats, pants, the entire store is up to 50% off. I send in your outfit to life in my closet. My clothes aren't on trial. Well, they're guilty of being adorable. Courts adjourned. I'm going to Old Navy. Run to Old Navy for up to 50% off the entire store now through Monday. Valid 1010 through 1013. Excludes gift card clearance and fruit of the loom. A world without breast cancer is a world with more birthdays. And by signing up for the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk, you will help us get there faster. Because you're helping the American Cancer Society make the greatest impact and save more lives in more communities through groundbreaking research and access to screenings for women who need them. Walk in Making Strides Against Breast Cancer because you can help us finish the fight. Sign up today at makingstrideswalk.org. So, what brings you and Greg to marriage counseling today? Jake from State Farm. My husband calls him all the time. Two, three in the morning, it doesn't matter. I see. Greg, is this true? Yeah, Jake saves us tons on our insurance. No matter what time it is, he's always there. Mm-hmm. And how much did he save you? Hundreds. Listen, um, can I call this Jake from State Farm? You've got to be kidding me. State Farm is there for you anytime, anywhere. Call 1-800-STATE-FARM or click today. Get to a better state. State Farm. When I walk into Buffalo Wild Wings, 
I'm not just a customer. I'm a fan. And in this house, this house, this house, fans rule. This is our stadium, our locker room, our dugout. Our sports drinks are served on tap, and our pregame meal is hand spun wings. In victory or in defeat, we never leave hungry. Because in this house, we are the MVPs. Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, sports. Visit buffalowildwings.com to find a location nearest you. Okay, so you may not be a doctor, a scientist, or a medical researcher, but you can still put cancer out of business. Just put one foot in front of the other and join the Light the Night Walk to raise money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Family, friends, co-workers, anyone can do it. And when we all walk on this night, cancer runs. Because every dollar we raise helps LLS accelerate a potential cure and gives hope to cancer patients and their families. LLS has saved hundreds of thousands of lives since Light the Night took its first steps. Want to bring cancer to its knees? Vote with your feet. Join now at lightthenight.org. It's the easiest way to get from someday to today. Now at T-Mobile, get four lines for just 100 bucks a month with unlimited talk and text and up to 10 gigabytes of 4G LTE data until 2016. Finally, a family plan actually built for families. Want new phones with that? At T-Mobile, get the best trade-in value on your current phone, guaranteed. So you can get the hottest new phones right now. That's right. T-Mobile has the best trade-in value, guaranteed. You're not going to get that with the other guys. Find a better deal at AT&T, Verizon, or Sprint, and T-Mobile will beat it. Get four lines for 100 bucks for your family and the best trade-in value on your current phone, guaranteed. Make the switch to the Data Strong Network today. Limited time offer subject to change. Taxes and fees additional. Pricing for four lines only. Up to 2.5 gigabytes of data per line until 2016. Then get up to one gigabyte. Trade-in guarantee requires eligible trade-in and upgrade with qualifying service. See a participating T-Mobile store for plan and trade-in guarantee detail. There's more to learn about LIU. Visit LIU Brooklyn's Fall Open House on October 13th at 10 a.m. RSVP at liu.edu slash brooklyn slash yes. What up? This is Trey Songz and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people only on Hot 97. Thank you, Trey Songz, for that. We appreciate that. Appreciate the support. This is Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Twitter, at Lisa Evers. Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. And uh, show audio for this and our shows from the last couple of years is up on LisaEvers.com. You can listen anytime for free. Let me introduce our great panel. We're talking about making big money, making it big, how to become a success. Jay Morrison is with us, mogul and mentor, real estate multimillionaire, author of Hip Hop to Homeowners, JMRealEstate.com. You got so much going on. JMrRealEstate.com. Sorry. JMrRealEstate.com. Okay, I'm sorry. And then uh, <laughs> is Jay Morrison Academy, Young Jeezy and the Street Dreams Foundation just donated $1 million to help him uh, educate people and show them how they can Jeezy, become their own. Jeezy, what it do? There, there, there it is. Also, this is Dr. Jackie Smiles, a.k.a. Dr. Jacqueline Fallup Goodling. She is the, uh, she's been the spokesperson, the face, really, the beautiful face for Invisalign for a number 
number of years. She has dental and orthodontic offices in Manhattan, Long Island, New Jersey, upstate New York. She's branched out into facial and body treatments. Dr. Jackie's so busy. She has her own app, Dr. Jackie Smiles, on Droid and on uh, on iPhone. She's also working on a book. I don't know when she's doing it because she's got all this other stuff going on, but somehow she's finding time. Also with us is Adina Bio. She's an entrepreneur at 27. She became the youngest IHOP franchise owner in the United States, opening up that IHOP in Irvington, serving her community, employing dozens and dozens of people, a graduate of high school in Newark, put herself through college, and now she's also uh, the co-founder of a real estate investment firm with hundreds of millions of dollars in urban redevelopment properties. Also joining us, Tracy Syfax. He is work, has His program is called From the Block to the Boardroom, helping ex-offenders gain employment, learn trades, and getting skills. And also we're joined on the phone right now um, by Keith Klinkscales. He's the CEO of Revolt TV and Revolt Media. And if that name sounds familiar, he was a driving force behind Vibe and so many other great publications, media most recently with ESPN. And if you haven't checked out Revolt TV, you have to check it out. If you love music, if you love our music, you really need to check it out. They have a gigantic conference going on this week um, in Miami. And Keith's taking out a couple minutes just to give us a little update on what's going on. Keith, it's so great to have you on Hot 97. Well, good morning to you, Lisa. Thank you very much. Good morning. Now, tell the the success of Revolt, because when you guys started this, it was like people were like, are people really going to pay attention to it? It's blown up. It's all over the place on hundreds of millions of uh, hundreds of thousands of homes and cable outlets around the country. And I have to say, I really love it because I love hip hop, but I also love the music mix because I feel like it's expanding my music uh, horizons just watching it. Well, it's done a good job of uh, trying to find different ways to not just play music, but uh, make sure we're playing the videos, finding the, the, the new artists, some of the things that you guys work on on your station. We try to make sure we do. There's a lot going on in music, and we are just dedicated to it. We're committed to it, and we're going to work hard to bring it to the fans. And, and young folks that care about music, they're going to make sure we hear about it. And then from that platform, not unlike Street Soldiers, we can get into other issues. We can talk about Trayvon Martin. We can talk about what's going on with Eric Garner. We can talk about Ferguson. We can really do different things and make sure we get the prism of how music and the music industry thinks about it. And using the the music as a gateway. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what about the um, what makes an artist hot today? Because there's so much competition. It, it's there's so much you know so many people doing their own thing, making their own music because of the technology that's available and, and the videos. And people don't have to wait to get a, a record deal. They just do it themselves. But what makes people really hot today, in your opinion? Well, I think I think the what makes people hot has changed because before you used to have to wait for you know to be discovered or to have radio start to play your record to really catch fire. Now it's possible for you to go ahead and get on mixtapes, to go ahead and get uh, develop YouTube, develop a digital following, to develop all different types of followings that helps move you to the next level, and that represents a, a big opportunity both for signed and for unsigned artists. And then, um, Keith, in, in terms in terms of revolt, do you see it sticking with the music? Because some people say, "Well, they can't; they just can't make it just playing, you know, just focusing mostly on the music." Thirty-one years ago, they said ESPN couldn't make it just focusing on sports. You have to be focused, and you have to go ahead and really make sure you go deeper and deeper and deeper. You know, with just with the issues you cover, you know, you can cover Kanye alone and make a network out of Kanye. You can cover, there's, a, there's enough stuff just within music to go ahead and make a network. Now, if you expand it, 
it's easy to expand it once you have a good, solid foundation. And that's what we'll, we plan to do. But uh, there's plenty of stories, Lisa, with music, and there's plenty of opportunity, and the stars are fantastic. Okay, let me just ask you one last thing because I know you got to go in the. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of the conference this week, this is the this is the I believe the first major music conference that Revolt is doing, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of buzz about this. Tell tell us some of the things that are going to be going on. Well, mainly mainly we have a number of music executives and music people coming down to discuss the transition that's going on. Uh, we have the traditional music people, people coming from Interscope like Jimmy Iovine and, and Julie Greenwald coming down. Russell Simmons are coming down, and they're coming down to speak. But also, we have people from SoundCloud. We have people from Spotify. We have people from Beats by Dre. We have people who are working on the newer end of the music, you know, uh, uh, Pandora and Devo. So all of a sudden, we have an opportunity to not meet not just the current music industry, but also the future of the industry. All right, great. Keith, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. All right, thank you very much for your time, and best of luck to you. All right, thank you. You too. That's uh, Keith Klinkscales, CEO of Revolt Media, Revolt TV. They've got that big music conference going on in Miami this week. And now we're going to turn to the TV side a little bit, to uh, Francisco, uh, Francisco Cortez, Fox News Latinos, Francisco Cortez. Francisco, thanks so much for being with us. Good morning, Lisa. I'm a big fan. Saludos. Oh, saludos. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Good morning. We appreciate it. Thank you for being with us. Francisco, I, we see what you guys are doing, and it's really amazing. Tell us about the whole the Latino surge and why Fox is so involved with it. I mean, Fox News Latino is one of the first uh, operations online to cater to U.S. Latinos in English four years ago. We're actually turning for October 12th next week. So, Feliz cumpleaños to my coworkers. Say. And uh, we felt that it was important to, uh, you know, our CEO, Roger Ailes and Fox, with having such an immense and big microphone uh, to cater to Latinos and speak to them and tell them, you know, the relevant stories. Like, for example, like the job market, uh, the numbers come out. If you look at the Latino numbers, you know, all the way in the fourth or fifth paragraph, we take that and we highlight it and emphasize and empower the community. So we're there to give people uh, a big voice. And then in terms of opportunities for people who want to get into the news business, who especially who want, want, are interested in, in Fox News Latino, what do you recommend to them? What are the, what's the best, best pathway at this point? I mean, look, Lisa, I, w- I was born in Arecibo, Puerto Rico. I grew up in the South Bronx in a housing project. And now, you know, I'm a vice president in one of the largest media companies in the world. It's very attainable and it's possible. Uh, Sky's the limit. I know it sounds very cliche, but find a mentor. Uh, internships are very key. I, I actually end up hiring a lot of my interns that are hungry and are positive and actually show me that there's actually hunger in their eyes. So I end, I end up hiring a lot of people that I work with uh, and, and network. Go to these events. Uh, look me up on LinkedIn or on Twitter, Cortez Latino or Faxus Latino, and ask me, you know, for advice. I'm always there, and I think it's important as Latinos to pay it forward and help the next Latino do better than you did. No, absolutely. Francisco, thank you so much for being with us, and congratulations on the uh, on the birthday and the anniversary coming up. We'll check it out. You have a great weekend. All right, you too. Thank you so much. That's Francisco Cortez, Fox News Latino. Now, Francisco brought up something about the internships and about mentors, which a lot of you been, a lot right. of my guests have been mentioning. But I want to ask you too. You're all in positions of hiring people and looking at having to make a decision between this person A, this person B. What, Doctor Jackie, when you're looking to hire people, what are some of the things that are the do's and don'ts? Because we have people listening right now. They're like, Yeah, sure, I want to buy real estate and become a multimillionaire, but right now I, I just need to get a job. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Um, when, uh, by the way, we hire interns, and uh, my two interns this year, uh, one is finishing her second year, and uh, she took a little bit of a hiatus, and one just started college. They both would like to go into the dental field, and they've been with us uh, as patients since they were 9 and 10, and started working with papers at 16 and 17. So it's really nice. In ter- but in terms of the attitude of the people, oh yeah, t- tell me about that. Who makes well, it? Who, d- who makes the cut to work for you, and who doesn't? When someone comes in, um, one of the important things is definitely that sparkle in their eye. And also, I'm sorry, I'm going to give my field a definite toot. Mm-hmm. Fix your damn teeth, would you, please? <laughs> when people look at you, they look at what your eyes, and then they look at what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Before the expensive You're shoes, right. before the expensive pocketbook. I have people come in, they have these beautiful Louis, fake or not, I don't really care. And I'm like, seriously? And they look like Bugs Bunny, and their teeth are sticking out. I'm like, they also have to have a sparkle, a spirit. Another word of advice I have is please, just for the time that you're being interviewed, put your phone away. I sat down the other day. I People was were doing it on their phone during job oh, interviews. Yep. They're sitting there texting. You know, They came in. They checked in. They got their paperwork. And they sit down. And they didn't know that I was the doctor. So I'm walking around with a little ponytail. <laughs> right? Yep. They thought I was one of the assistants. I love that. <laughs> and uh, I sat down right next to them. And, and they're sitting there texting. And I said, oh, I can take you in now. Mm-hmm. You know, my treatment coordinator was busy, and she goes, okay. And I'm like, you know what? Don't even worry. Just keep finishing. Just, I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> so I said, let finish that text, and then I'll take you in. Oh, my goodness. So uh, we definitely need to sparkle and, and, a and be fo- And be totally focused. Adina, what about for, for the restaurant and for some of your other businesses when you're looking to hire people? I think for me, really, at the end of the day, it's your attitude that sets you apart. For me, really, I'm this core, I'm a social entrepreneur. So, yes, I start my businesses to create jobs, fix communities, and build them up. And in that process, I also want to build individuals up. So, I have, especially to young females, show up. Show up in your attitude. Show up in your, in your appearance. Show up in the way you treat other people. Because those are the things that I cannot teach you. I can teach you how to carry pancakes to serve a customer. I cannot teach you to be kind. I cannot teach you to show up at your job. 99% show up. Get it done. Because those are the seeds that you are leaving and those are the things that you're going to be judged by. What about appearance? Because you 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 know for some people sometimes they're going for a job. What what about their appearance in terms of how they're dressed and how they present themselves? I look at it as an opportunity. When someone show up on a job interview not properly dressed, I take that as an opportunity because maybe they have not had someone in their life in the home training that told them don't show up to a job interview in a pair of jeans and or your sweatpants, belly out, right? And, sweatpants. and I pulled the young ladies aside. I said, "Let's talk, sister to sister, friend to friend." The don't problem, have everything hanging out. Don't show up like this. I'm going to give you this opportunity. I'm going to teach you, if especially if there's someone that had potential. I take them aside and I say, this is my time now to be a mentor to you, to, to teach you the proper protocol on how you show up for a job interview. And especially, especially, and this is nothing about, in the brown and black community, the Latino and the black community, we have to be role models. If we're going to start these businesses and do these developments in the, in our communities, we have to take the human piece of it and pour that in as well. No, absolutely. Let's let's uh, take some some calls here too. We have speaking speaking of successful entrepreneurs. Let's bring in right now Yancey Edwards. He's a uh, successful business owner of Sheer Insanity for 17 years. Lead hairstylist on ABC's The View. Yancey, thanks so much for being with us. 
Oh my goodness! Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, we um, we're talking about people getting started in businesses, and I mean, you've you know, your name means so much to so many people in the business. You're there with the View, which is an incredible achievement for a hairstylist. Your own business, your own salon. What you know? What are some of the first steps? So, if you can take us back to the beginning. Well, coming back from the beginning, I'm coming from a large family in Brooklyn, and as a young child, I moved into the city of East Orange. But back in those days, we had so many successful people who came from East Orange that was like role models. Althea Gibson, John Lehman, Queen Latifah, Whitney Houston, Rudy Bonnake, Dion Warwick, Mel Lauren Hill. So, you know, with some people in the industry that gave us hope that we could get up out of this and be successful and make it. And then what advice do you have for people who are trying to get into the business? Because sometimes, like hairstylists that I'll work with at some point, they're like, how do you get on TV? How do you get on to be a hairstylist on a major show like The View like you are? Well, you know, let me give you a short rundown real quick. At the age of 27, I had no high school diploma, so I'm coming in a whole other angle. I had to get my high school diploma in order to go to hair school. So once I became and got driven to do that, I opened up my own business. A year later, I was in a couple of magazines. I started from my basement to kitchen into the salon and now to the view. And what happened was I never stopped pushing. I never stopped dreaming. I never stopped hoping. And, you know, I had a great mother, you know, and, and, I, and I don't care what nobody said. Family is very important. You know what I'm saying? Because even at the, at, as old as I am, me and my mother still share. We still um, we help raise our families, you know, so, so I can be involved in helping the next generation. So I still volunteer at here to let them know you can make it. But also, too, I was showing up on time. I took my, my business uh, um, professionally. Yeah, there's all types of hairstyles, but can you do hair? Can you show up on time? And my problem was I was able to get in the door, but I couldn't maintain my job because I didn't know how to respect time. And once I learned how to respect time and respect my business, I was able to get into all these bigger opportunities and be able to work with people like Whoopi Goldberg and Barbara Walters and stuff like that. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Yancey, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thanks for thanks for sharing your your story. And I. Yes. Sorry, I, I love that point because I tell everybody during their interviews, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, don't bother showing up. <laughs> what about that? What about Jay? What about that? Yeah, I think punctuality is very important. And I think it sets a tone for professionalism. Like it shows me you take what, this opportunity seriously. Okay. And I, w- I want to get to some calls real quick, but let me just bring in for just a second here Rodney Jordan. He's the author of the new book, From the Heart of a Teacher. He says success isn't only about money and business. Rodney, thanks for being with us. Real quick, what do you think are other key measures of success? Hi, good morning, Lisa. Good morning. The rest of the guests, thanks for having me on this morning. Thank you. I think I think some of the other things that you have to look at is what what is happening in your life what is what is different about your life today than than 10 years ago what is different about your life than, than the people around you success is different for for everyone um everyone is not going to become a millionaire or billionaire but what does success mean for each individual and as a teacher i try to teach my students the very same thing how far can you go and i think that you all have touched on some some great points in it they are the same things that I try to teach my students every day. You need to learn to be responsible. You need to be disciplined. And you, you have to eventually get away from, you know, expecting mom to be there all the time, expecting mom to wake you up in the morning. You have to be 
the person that and be that, be the self motivator. Rodney, I wish we had more time, but I'm just about out of time here for the show. I want to take one telephone call here. Let's go to Jackson from Texas. Jackson, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi, good morning. Thanks for taking my call, and and thank you for talking about this topic. This is a wonderful panel of people you have. Thank you. Um, real quick, I just was. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur myself. I'm owner operator of a truck driver. You know, or I drive a truck for a living, doing pretty good. But, um, what are some of the things that you could tell, like young young people who are listening right now? What are the deadly sins? What are some of the things that you should steer clear from? Things that will trip you up, or you know. Oh, good stop point. You? Yeah, good Excellent. Point. The, the the deadly sins, uh, Jackson. Thank you very much for calling in from Texas. We appreciate that, Jay. Real quick. Yeah, sure. I think it's losing focus. I think a lot of times we start having success, and then we get so caught up in all the luxuries and and, and the spoils of success, we forgot what we came for, and we forget the focus of what got us there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Doctor Jackie. Yeah. Uh, surround yourself with positive people. Stay away from the negative ones and the bad ones. If you feel like it's bad, it probably is. Adina, what about what about that? If you fall, get up. Get up and do it again. Never give up. You have to be very tenacious. If you want it, you're going to fall a hundred times. Get up a hundred and five times. And just keep going. Tracy, what about that? Well, I think some of the things that we already talked about as far as being on time, and I, I've got a model if you can't be, um, be early, be you know, be on time. But the fact of the matter is that a lot of us, like Jay said, get into success and lose focus on what got us there. And I really believe that hard work still is um is, is is the only way to make it. I still put in 12, 14, 16 hours each and every day. Um, same thing I did 20 years ago when I first started the business. So I think that you got to remain focused, but also remain humble. Um, I still live in the community that I grew up in. My business is located on Martin Luther King Boulevard, one of the most challenging areas, just like every Martin Luther King Boulevard in America. So true. Um, but we try to remain humble, remain focused, and be that example in our community. I tell people, I just want to be a mere reflection of everything that they can be. All right, and I, and I have a question for you. Call it from, which um, I'm just going to read because we're almost out of time here. Russell from New Jersey's ex-offender, he says, what kind of businesses are the best ones for ex-offenders to look at getting into in terms of trades? All of them. All of them. There can you is give no, me some specifics? There, there is no, um, it, when it comes to trades, no matter whether it's carpentry, electrical, plumbing, no matter what it is, but there are some barriers. And I'm going to give you a prime example. In real prison, quick. In prison, real quick, a lot of people learn how to cut hair. But when they come out of prison, they can't get a license in New York as a cosmetologist to cut hair. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the barriers that we have to work on to to stop and, and, and repeal those laws that keep people from starting their own business. And that is just one prime example right there. All right. I want to. Th- I wish we had more time for this because we have um, tons of calls. Christian, Malam, John, Jose, Sia, every, everybody that's on hold. I'm sorry we can't get to your telephone calls. We're out of time. But I want to thank our guests, our amazing panel here. Thank you. And you can see pictures. Everyone's going to be posting. Lisa Evers Live on Instagram, at Lisa Evers on Twitter. Jay Morrison, mogul and mentor. His website is J. Mr. Real Estate. Dot com. Right. Dr. Jackie page. Smiles. Her Dot app com. is Dr. Jackie Smiles. You can check because that leads you right to the website, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Also, Adina Bio is with us. Um, entrepreneur, thank yeah. you so much for That's being with us. At Irvington IHOP t- this morning. Let's go have breakfast. Let's I go have breakfast at the okay. Irvington IHOP. No Dr. More. Jackie brought the Viv Clico. We've got the uh, mimosas <laughs> going on here in the studio. Yeah, we need some pancakes in yes, there. Yes, let's do it. Do you have all those different syrups and stuff? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tracy, thanks so much for being with us we appreciate it and all our great guests that were on the uh, on the phones with us keith Klingscales from revolt tv francisco cortez from fox news latino uh, rodney jordan yancey edwards everybody that was on hold um and also ryan mack thank you so much 
for participating in the show. And do we have a, do we have a okay? Lisa's wanna, the best, everybody. Lisa's the best. That's all <laughs> yes, Lisa. Thank you so much. Um, I want to thank my whole crew here at Hot 97, our program director, Jay Dixon, my executive producer, Tone Capone, my amazing Street Soldiers team, the one and only TJ right here on the boards, Rose D holding me down, Rafaela, and uh, our whole crew here at Hot 97 that just makes it happen each and every week. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to check me out on the Fox 5 News at 10 tonight. I know I usually do the doom and gloom assignments like Ebola, terrorism, and things like that. Today they're sending me to Comic-Con. So hopefully I'll survive that. You can see that story at 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock. I'm not going to make it serious. I'm going to ha- just try to have a little fun there. Are you dressing up? No. I think I'm dressed up enough. That's it. I'll, I'll go as Lisa <laughs> Anyway, um, so th- check me out on the Fox 5 News at 10 during the week. Fox 5 News at 5, 6, and 10. LisaEvers.com. Feel free to just download the show audio. It's free if you want to hear anything. Find out who some of our guests are. Lots of great information information and advice there for you remember use your mind it's your best weapon i hope it's your only weapon i'm lisa evers push for peace are you overwhelmed with debt and don't know what to do are you in foreclosure or struggling to pay your mortgage there's another option